Calling on the Lord from a Pure Heart. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends. We're moving on today in 2 Timothy chapter 2. We're going to finish the chapter looking at verses 20 through 26. But uh, before we get into the text, let's uh, go before the Father. Heavenly Father, uh, we come before you today. We give you thanks, Lord, for another week and your faithful hand leading us through. Father, as we encounter your word, as always, we pray that your spirit would be working and moving through the word uh, to bring to us inside an understanding that we might deepen our understanding of who you are uh, so that our uh, commitment to you can grow and mature and deepen Uh, We want to be more like Jesus, and we pray that you would uh, help us apply what we learn today through your word uh, to the maximum benefit of our growth in grace. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for this time together to study and reflect and to engage with your word. We love you so much and uh, give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here's what Paul writes in 2 Timothy 2, 20 through 26. Now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay, some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready for every good work. So... Flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels, and the Lord's servant must must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. And they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. So Paul begins kind of metaphorically. He paints a picture of a large estate. And he says inside of this estate are vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some of these vessels are used for honorable things and some for dishonorable Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use. He's talking about sanctification there. He says you'll be set apart as holy. Sanctification is the theological term we use to describe the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives from the point of conversion on, making us holy. Um, We don't have the capacity in our human flesh to go from being an honorable vessel, from being a dishonorable vessel to being an honorable vessel. It is the Holy Spirit at work within us, transforming us, making us to be an honorable vessel that God can use for his good purposes. And that's exactly what the picture that Paul's painting in 20 and 21. So Paul goes on saying, flee, therefore, uh, flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness. Now, the problem with some people's journey, and it's been my own problem at times, I've been tripped up by youthful passions at different times on my journey uh, toward um, the place the Lord has me now. Um, And on the way, those things would come alongside and trip me up 
and pull my attention away from my focus on the Lord and on serving Him and following Him. And fleeing youthful passions requires a decision. We must decide to flee those things. We must decide to leave those things behind. Otherwise, they are likely to trip us up all along until we make a decision, until we resolve within ourselves to leave those things behind and pursue righteousness. Now, for me, what was significant in leaving those things behind was coming to the point of surrender, where I no longer desired those things, but desired what God had for me more than anything else. And um, surrender brought about uh, a singular focus, a singular desire to walk with the Lord and to honor Him and to pursue the righteousness of Christ. I am, like all of you, I'm imperfect as a disciple and an imperfect follower of Jesus. But I can tell you that I'm tripped up less and less by things that are counter to the gospel. And my heart's desire is to live a truly surrendered life, walking closely with the, with the Lord Jesus day after day. And so Paul says very clearly, Flee those youthful passions and pursue righteousness. Pursue faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. Oh, that's the life. <laughs> that's the true life of the believer is to live that way, to call on the Lord from a pure heart. It says, have nothing to do with these foolish and ignorant controversies, this, this useless babble that he's described earlier. For you know they breed quarrels, and those quarrels distract us from living lives of purpose, and they stir up dissension, and they're destructive to the kingdom of God, ultimately. The Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome. You must not be one who gets tripped up by those things, but kind to everyone. That can be a tough calling, being kind to everyone. There's times that we're triggered by people, and we don't even know why. Or we see in someone a character quality that really bothers us. And we want to call that thing out rather than being kind to them. Paul says, be kind to everyone. Able to teach. Patiently enduring evil. Uh, Evil comes against the servants of God. It's just a reality. And by enduring it in the Lord faithfully, uh, we grow and we deepen our trust in Jesus. Uh, We must correct our opponents with gentleness. The end goal of any expression of correction toward an opponent or someone who is uh, opposing us uh, should be a gentle heart, a desire to move them back toward Jesus. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of the truth. So even in our correcting, our desire would be that they would move back in the direction of God. And they may come to their senses and escape the snare of the devil, the thing that's tripping them up and blinding them from seeing the truth. Uh, Paul says they've been captured by him to do his will. The enemy trips people up and then he he, uh, snags them and then snares them and they're captured by him and they carry out his will, uh, often unknowingly. Um, And so that gentle correction might lead them back to the heart of Jesus. And that's the true value in that. All right, my friends, a good word from Paul today. Great word to close the week on. And I pray that God will continue to speak through your heart, uh, to your heart, through these things as you consider them today. God bless.